is Testimonies of Life and Related Stories, the podcast. We look forward to you being with us as we recount stories of conversion and life experiences as told by those who were there. Today we're hearing from Genevieve. Technically, Genevieve should not be with us. She was diagnosed with a terminal illness back in 2017 and given not so long to live. But here she is in December 2022, speaking of the faithfulness, closeness and greatness of our God. None of us know the future, but let's enjoy Genevieve's reflection on the past and the present and the future that the Lord is walking her into. Welcome to the podcast, Genevieve. Thanks for inviting me. Yes, my name is Genevieve. I was brought up in a Catholic family, a strong, committed Catholic family. I'm the youngest of four. Uh, Brought up in the country um, where um, my parents and family would have to say the rosary each night. Uh, So that was strong um, Catholicism. Uh, when I was about 13, my parents went to what they call a casillo, where they actually became born again. When they came back from that casillo, they went from um, saying the rosary each night to opening the Bible and reading the Bible. So I saw that huge change in their life. Being a teenager, I rebelled from all... um, all that uh, church um, program and did my own thing. So when I became 21, I was engaged to be married to a a fellow and it was only then that I started thinking about uh, what a Christian was because he had no faith and... It was then that I realised that faith of some sort was important. And so I um, started reading the Bible and I happened to... Well, sorry, when I say I read the Bible, I didn't really. I had a, a verse given to me and it was a verse that said that don't be unequally yoked and I thought, oh, what does that all mean? So I started searching for someone that might be able to help me and there was a fellow I worked with and his wife, uh, I sought them out and had some time with them and they shared with me. I went to a um, an outreach and I, I went forward and committed my life to following Jesus. The relationship with this um, man... Uh, Deteriorated because we were on two different pathways. I tried to work it out, but it, it just didn't work out, so I broke the engagement. It was then I started searching, and when I told my parents that the relationship with this fellow uh, wasn't going well, they immediately uh, stopped what they were doing and drove six hours to Brisbane to spend the weekend with me to help me through it. And I, what had happened was 
in my search for truth, I was asleep in bed and I was awoken in the middle of the night with a tap on my shoulder and I immediately rolled over and I knew it was the Lord and I just said, yes, Lord, and he said, read my word. Well, to be honest, I didn't even know what the word was. And I just said, okay, shall do. And I went, roll back over and I went to sleep. But I couldn't deny what what was happening, but I had no one else to um, share this with because no one would really believe me. So I shared this with my parents when they came down. And my dad said to me, well, what have you done about it? And I said, nothing. What, what am I supposed to do? And he said, well, have you got yourself a Bible? I said, oh, does that what that means? Okay. So he went out the next day and bought me a Bible and I started reading. And the Lord just led me to different passages and helped me through that journey. I continued on my journey with the Catholic Church because I honestly didn't know any different. So my journey um, in growing in the Lord was very slow. I travelled overseas and I was away and one experience happened over there. I wasn't long in London and I had gone out to meet some friends that night and I came home and as I came home I was walking along the street and I heard there was no, no one behind me. I walked, turned around a corner and I came face to face with two gentlemen and they said hello and I said hello and as I continued to walk up I just sensed something was behind me and they were both standing behind me just about to attack me and as all that happened another gentleman came round the corner and it was like an angel because I knew there was no one behind me and he virtually dispensed what could have been a disaster. And when I got home that night, because he walked me home, this man, and when I got home I opened the Bible and was thanking God for uh, the safe arrival home. And the verse was, um, my, angels, my angels will watch over you. And I thought, that's exactly what has happened to me. So... My journey around Europe, which was backpacking, and um, oh, there were many, many stories of God's protection over me in that time. So I came back and I worked for a little while and then I had opportunity to work at a place called the Pavilion of Promise at World Expo. And I came in contact with many... Um, Christians that were working in this Christian pavilion. I was uh, still in the Catholic Church and I was accepted into uh, that organisation even though I was a Catholic and was not, uh, I guess, supported by the Catholic Church. But um, the people uh, opened their doors and let me in and that's really when I grew because I was surrounded by... Um, you know, three or four hundred Christians all the time. And I just grew in my walk with the Lord. Uh, 
and that's where I uh, met my husband. I, I was uh, leading a group and he was volunteering for about three weeks. So that's where we met and we, we were wanting some good foundation for our marriage. So we went to uh, YWAM in New Zealand, that's Youth with a Mission in New Zealand, and we did a discipleship training course there for six months. So that was really so we had a good foundation for our marriage going forward. We were both on the same pathway. We were married and had um, uh, two girls and uh, about six and a half years later we had a boy. But in between that we had uh, lost uh, several children, um, some went to gestation 12 weeks, some went to um, 16 weeks and another one went to 23 weeks. Um, so that was a trying time. But God always brings, always was with us throughout that whole time where even though it was um, it was difficult and not everything works out perfectly, um, God's hand was at on our life and I could sense his peace um, throughout it all. We then had our son who um, was a real gift. So from there, um, life got busy, of course, with um, three young children um, and the whole school and business. We went on family missions to Indonesia and to the Philippines and later on with our youngest we went to uh, Fiji. Um, that was all part of growing and learning and sharing with others about this incredible gift we have uh, from God, the gift of salvation, the gift of life itself. Then in 2000 and 17, I became sick and didn't know what it was. Was taken to hospital thinking it may have been gallstone. And with a routine x ray, they discovered I had a couple of spots on my lung. And they immediately came back and said, You have cancer. And not if or it looks like, but you have cancer straight off. Um, they then did a CT scan and that came back that I had a mass on the adrenal gland. They then did a biopsy from my lung, which proved that I had melanoma. So no obvious spot on my skin, but it was already stage four melanoma. So I was uh, thrown in a turmoil, but uh, because it's all the unknown. However, uh, God never leaves your side if you are always um, aware that he is right there beside you through it all. 
they then um, I asked them, asked the oncologist, you know, how long I might have, and they said between four and six months. And they, the only treatment that was available was uh, immunotherapy. I wanted to know that because I wanted to be able to share with people this incredible gift of life that God's given us. And I want to know that I'd be able to share of a miracle that's happened. And that's exactly what's happened. So I went through the course of immunotherapy, not knowing whether it would work or not, but I never stopped doubting God throughout the whole process. Someone did give me a little book and it was called Healed of Cancer. And it was a very small book and I read it from front to back in one night and I just took hold of all those promises of God. I listened to everything I could get hold of, of people's testimonies of how and what they did, of diets, of all sorts of things. And I even listened to one testimony where she said God had given her a scripture and I said, Oh, Lord, I really want that. Just give me a word. Please give me a word. And he said to me, you know, um, all the promises are for you. And I thought, oh, God, I wanted something a little bit more specific than that. (laughs) And so, but then about a week later, I read in Corinthians where it talks about all the promises are for you. And I went, that's it. You already gave me that a couple of weeks ago. So I held on to that. And even though I got sick and sicker, I just held on. I never doubted that God would or could um, heal me. There might have been some times where my thoughts would go into a, a doubt, but my heart never did. And I understood the difference between um, a, a doubt of thoughts and a doubt in the heart. So my my heart never doubted, even though my thoughts may have wavered. So here I am at the end of 2022, and tomorrow I do the last of a test at the hospital. But I have been given the all clear. So all praise and all glory go to God and no one else for getting me through this process. And he never stops. He's there always. Oh, man, Genevieve. And that, that is a testimony mm. that we've seen. Yes, that's right. You've witnessed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we recall that. You know, mm. that diagnosis and visited you at, at that time in hospital. Yes. And to see you now, <laughs> it is a miracle. It is. You know, no, God had asked, like I, I thought, oh, God, do you want me to share this with others, you know, like on a big church platform or something like that? And he said, no, one-on-one. One-on-one. 
Yeah. So that's what I do. One on one. That's great. I use it. I use it for any any time opportunity I get. I played tennis with some girls the other day, and I shared with them, and yeah. Mm. So yeah, there we are. But that that's where where it matters too, because that's where the Lord meets us one on one. That's right. He tapped you on the shoulder all those years ago. That's right. Yes. Read my word. Read my word. Had no idea what it meant. <laughs> Yeah. And you had that feeling not to be unequally yoked. Yes. Is that funny? Yeah. And then all those situations in between, all the challenges, everything day to day. Mm. And now you, you, know, you continue that living testimony. That's right. Of his, not only his ability to guide you through life, but that he can heal you and heal each of us, not only from the things that distract us from him, but from physical illness as well. Absolutely, yes, yeah. that's right. I don't know whether all the trials, they never will be. You will always have trials. And I guess the, the other thing I've learned is you can't give up. <laughs> you can't give up. you just got to continue on. And even when it's really hard, and I've had some really tough times even since, but... Um, God will bring me through that. I know he will. He is faithful. Yes. Even when we're not. That's right. Mm. Amen, Genevieve. You are a living testimony to Thank his you. faithfulness. And it's a great, great to catch up with you. Thank you. And all the best for the time to come. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Thanks, Genevieve. This was recorded on a warm summer's afternoon. To that extent, you can hear some cicadas in the background singing their chorus. And thank you for joining us. This podcast is not sponsored by any group or organisation and does not seek or promote endorsements. Our motivation is simply inspiration, that you may be inspired by the spirit of the one true God, to know that the objective and narrative coexist, that the spiritual and physical are not separated, to increase in understanding and to walk in his way. I'll put my trust in you Those seas may roar I'll put my trust